Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. But you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. Uh, again, we have another special episode. Cole is still at home taking care of his beautiful baby Beck. Unfortunately, it's not named Colonel Turkey Dump, but he's taking care of Beck. I know uh, Caleb Olson is rioting currently in the streets of, I can't remember the name of where Caleb's at, but he told me he would riot if it wasn't Colonel Turkey Dump, so there's some rioting going on up there in Wisconsin. Uh, this week's episode, though, we have another guest. Uh, we have Connor Gilbert from Who Gives a Dram. Uh, got an awesome little podcast going on. It's good stuff. You have to check that out. Uh, but today, we are also drinking Rebel Yell Standard. Uh, 40%, 80 proof, you do the math, and uh, it should be a pretty good time. Before we get to that, though, again, same as last week, I just want to say, share us with a friend. We've got a community here. We're having people come on that, you know, we've met through the podcast, we've met through Instagram and talking, and it's been a lot of fun, and my guess is you're meeting people too. So when you meet those folks and they say, hey, where did you learn that interesting fact that Cole shared, not Robbie, you tell them from Chill Filtered. So send them our way. We'd love to have them part of the family. Anyway, that's the business. Here's the podcast. Here we go. Connor, how you doing, man? How's life? What's up, Robbie? Thanks for having me on. Um, big Absolutely. big fan of Chill Filter, dude. Seriously, I listen to you guys like oh, nice. every day or every Monday when you guys come out. I'm, I'm listening, so I appreciate you having me on. This is, this is going to be fun. Yeah, for sure. So, Connor, you have the podcast, Who Gives a Dram? And you're, it's fairly new, right? When, when did you start that? Uh, I started Who Gives a Dram uh, late October. So we're going on, what, eight months now? Yeah, close to, nice. n- close to okay. nine months. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, you. Uh, I think you had a fun, a fun thing going because you do. You're kind of like all over the place with it. You know, you do the podcast and then you do like Instagram Live slash YouTube. Am I right? Yeah. So I, um, I, I do the podcast, and then a few episodes into the podcast, I was uh, watching Joe Rogan, um, and <laughs> I was like, you know what? He's doing video podcasts, and he's getting however millions of hits on YouTube there must be a market for people who want to actually watch a podcast as well. So I decided that I would, you know, research how to do it and it's not that hard. So I, you know, someone like me, who's not the smartest person in the world could figure it out and, uh, make it look semi, semi, you know, uh, good. And, uh, since then I've been doing YouTube and uh, yeah, Instagram is just uh, another outlet to, uh, you know, uh, to, to meet the community. That's how we met. And, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, just, just experience everyone else's whiskey passion and loves and, and just meet new people. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoy, uh, interacting with those that follow me on Instagram. Um, I've made some really, really cool connections on Instagram. So I just like doing it all. Bourbon and whiskey has turned into one of the biggest passions in my life. So I have fun, you know, with every single aspect of, of not only the podcast, but just, just, uh, the whiskey community in general. Yeah, for sure. No, and you do a really good job too. Like on Instagram, like uh, before we get on, you're like, I I think I'm probably the youngest person on chill filter. How old are you? I am 24 years old. So 24. Okay. Yeah. As far as, yeah, I think everybody else is older for sure. (laughs) So, but you, you've got the, you know, you're young, you got the time, you do a really good job. Like you really get a lot of lives on Instagram and stuff. Like I've tried to pop into a couple every once in a while where you're, you're sipping on something and you really do a good job interacting. So I wish I had the time and ability to do it like you do, but you know what? I don't. So anyway, (laughs) um, (laughs) so what do you, what do you do? So you, and actually, so you're the youngest one person ever we've had on chill filter. You are the second you live in Connecticut, right? I live, yep, I am born and raised in Connecticut. Well, actually, right now I live okay, in Rhode so Island, so I guess that's not true, but uh, yeah, I've lived all my life in Connecticut. Okay, gotcha. So you're the second Connecticut resident that's ever been out here because Matt Porter from ADH Whiskey, he's from Connecticut as well. And I remember him telling us, like, Connecticut's kind of sketchy. Is, where, like, in your opinion, being uh, born and raised, is Connecticut kind of sketchy? Sketchy. Sketchy, like in in general, or just like sketchy, like uh, there's crime and things like that. Like, 
It's kind of different than the who's the boss. You probably don't know who's the boss is, do you? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to show your age, Robbie, but no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's like, it's got crime there, right? Like, it's, it's pretty crime. Like, it's a little dangerous. Got to be careful. Um, that That's a great question. Where I'm from, no. Um, I'm right on okay. the coast, so I'm... I'm right uh, in a in a little town, a little seaport town called Mystic, which is very touristy and uh, fairly wealthy. So not a lot of crime, but definitely, as is with with most places, you go towards the cities, you go towards Hartford, Bridgeport, New Haven. Definitely a lot of crime. I, there's actually a funny story. Um, I the other day I was walking uh, with a friend of mine down the street. I was going to um, do something for my truck. And we were walking from one spot to another in the middle of a downtown area, fairly nice area. And we're talking about how nice the area is. And um, uh-huh. we're, and then as we're walking and talking about this, we look down. There's a there's a, a little drug bag on the ground. So that's kind of Connecticut wrapped up. <laughs> okay, it's it's got a nice veneer, but when you look a little closer, like watch out. Yes, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Gotcha. <laughs> so that's it. So I have always envisioned myself. Uh, retiring to like Maine on a like even somewhere like in the New England area and like growing a huge beard, having like a, a corn cob pipe and just living on the on the rocks by the ocean. So um, when that time comes, I might have to hit you up and figure out how to get get my foot into the the coastal uh, real estate over there. So for sure, dude, I I, yeah. I I got some connections out here, <laughs> my man. I'll help you out. Perfect. So. So what do you do? So I I know you do the podcast. What do you do like in uh, your personal life? Where are, you, where are you working at? What do you what do you got going on? What's what's good with you? Uh yeah, so I in day to day, my 9 to 5, I'm in computer software sales, so uh, I'm pushing uh computer software to a bunch of uh associations and businesses around the country. Um so I'm doing that. So basically sales, uh my 9 to 5. Um and that's really it, man. Besides that, I do the podcast. Um I keep myself busy with other ways. I'm, I'm active, you know, in the gym. Um, I, uh, you know, I spend a lot of time with family, really close to my family. Um, and, you know, it really just a, a whole bunch of other things that, that are probably kind of boring to talk about. I fish, I golf, I, <laughs> you know, I, I do a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things. Um, but my, my, uh, yeah, my, uh, working the podcast and, uh, just being with family and being with people that I love, take up the the majority of my life which i'm very very uh happy about i wouldn't have it any other way you know that's that's the way to have it you know like i think it's easy to take that sort of thing for granted but not everybody has it but like that's the good life right there like you got hobbies you got family there you got whiskey there you go life is good right? yeah that's exactly dude that's you should put that on a t-shirt <laughs> you could steal that. You're the you're the you're good at like merchandising, dude. Like you could steal that one. That's a freebie for you. Well, I appreciate that's, that's that. That's what we're paying you for coming on the well, podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's right. We'll do a we'll do a who gives a Duran times chill filtered collaboration. So that's a funny thing. So like, I was even thinking today. I was like, man, like I know uh, Cole and Adam came up with the chill filter name, um, and I I like it, but like it's not one of those like punny catchy kind of things like but who gives a dram is pretty good where'd you where'd you come up with that how i mean how'd you come up with that name i um you know i i we talked a little bit about you know the podcast beforehand you know uh, me coming on here but um we didn't really talk about what we were going to talk about and i i knew in the back of my head you were going to ask me that so i was thinking (laughs) predictable i was (laughs) i was thinking today like how how did i come up with who gives a dram and i think the best answer is that I was laying in bed last October and, you know, I, I love podcasting. I've been doing a podcast with my brother for the past few years. Um, so I, I got into podcasting fairly, um, early. This was like 2019 and, um, I moved out. Um, I moved out of my parents' house a few years ago and I'm living on my own and I knew I, I loved whiskey. I knew I realized my passion for whiskey. And I was like, you know what? I really like creating content. I like, um, and I love whiskey and I want to dive into it. And, um, uh, I'm dedicated to learning more about it. So let's come up with a whiskey podcast. Cause I, I always talk to myself in my apartment anyway, cause I live by myself. So mm-hmm. I'm always talking to myself. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I might as well record it. And, um, I was laying in bed <laughs> and I was thinking about names to that were really going to jump out and, um, 
and I, and would kind of give me, you know, a quote unquote edge, you know, in terms of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, getting my name out there. And honestly, I, it just came to me. I, I don't, I don't know how I, I just, I, I definitely thought of like, who gives a damn something like that. And then damn mm-hmm. dram. My dad loves scotch. So, uh, you know, a dram is a, is a Scottish measurement or a measurement that's mm-hmm. used in Scotland. So I kind of just all clicked and I just, I didn't even, I'm the type of person that second guesses everything, but I was like, I'm not second guessing this. I'm just going to run with it. It's just going to happen. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's pretty great. That's, a, that's Thank you. awesome. Man. Thank you. So cool. All right, man. I don't have too much else. You got anything else you want to throw in there or mention before we uh, go to break here and get into this whiskey? No, man. I mean, um, I'm 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 ready to drink some whiskey. Okay. So let's do this. Perfect. Let's do it. Let's go ahead and send it to break. And when we come back, we're going to be drinking Rebel Yell Standard. Let's go to break. <laughs> All right, and we're back. Uh, we are drinking Rebel Yell Standard 80 proof, 40%. You do the math. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, if you're just tuning in for the first time, if this is your first show with Till Filter, it's usually uh, better when it comes to this part of the show. Uh, Cole is not here. Cole is our history guy. Uh, Cole does an amazing job, and I am not Cole. So that being said, I will do my best at giving some history. Uh, this is actually, you know, and we might even have to come back and do a Rebel Yell again later where Cole can actually do the history because there's a lot of stuff here and I think I'll try to do it justice. So uh, Rebel Yell. Uh, in 1849, William Weller founded the W.L. Weller & Sons Company. Um, and we've talked a lot about the Weller name and the brand. Um, but he wanted to use wheat instead of rye in his bourbon for a lighter flavor. Um so, in 1910, they merged with Stitzel uh, Distilling Company, and the company became Stitzel Weller. And then sometime around 1950, Charles R. Farnsley, a former mayor of Louisville, had the idea to create the Rebel Yell brand to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the Weller bourbon. Uh, he wanted to make a whiskey in small batches and just distribute them in southern states, hence going with the name Rebel Yell which is a part of the cry used by the Confederate soldiers in the Civil War. Um, eventually, the company would break up in 1972, and Weller was purchased by the Sazerac Company and produced by Buffalo Trace, but Rebel Yell was purchased by uh, David Sherman Corporation, which is now Luxco, who also produced Everclear and a bunch of other just random uh, liquors and... Uh, then eventually they moved in that Luxco Corporation. They moved into Heaven Hill Distillery in Bardstown, Kentucky. Um, and then they decided, you know, we're going to go ahead and we're going to expand to northern states. Um, so this particular whiskey is a combination, the mash bill-wise, of 68% corn, 20% wheat, and 12% malted barley. Um, and there's also no rye in the grain, um, and which is also something uh, from Heaven Hill. So Evan Williams, we did it on the last episode, is pretty similar um, and I want to say this mash bill is the same as Evan Williams, except for Evan Williams has a, some rye in it. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And then that's about it. As far as I got for history, it does have, um, some cultural significance as far as, uh, where it's used in art. And then I'm going to say, uh, make sure I got the right one here. Oh yeah. In Stephen King's, the stand, the kid, um, has a taste for Rebel Yell. Um, also, Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones was once known to be an avid drinker of Re- Rebel Yell, and that is where Billy Idol got the name for his album. I believe it's his album, Rebel Yell. Uh, it was inspired by hanging out with Mick Jagger and Ron Woods, and they're just taking swigs off a bottle of Rebel Yell, and uh, Billy Idol's like, can I take that? And they're like, yeah, why not? Who cares? Um, also, one of my favorite references, uh, Norm MacDonald on Saturday Night Live, and one of his very last sketches, host... The Who's More Grizzled episode. And I can guarantee you, Connor, you've never seen that episode unless it's like, because <laughs> that was a while ago. But it is the Who's More Grizzled with Garth Brooks and Robert Duvall. Um, and they did trivia to find out who is the most like old, grizzled, angry kind of, you know, grump. And the grand prize for the show was salt and meats and a bottle of Rebel Yell. So today, our prize for uh, just making it through Monday is 
Uh, and actually, it's on Monday. This comes out on Mondays. We're drinking on a Monday. Uh, the the prize for our making it through Monday is a little bit of Rebel Yell, forty uh, proof, forty percent, eighty proof. Cool. I can do the math. So, anything. Anyway, Connor, you got anything to add there? Any little tidbits you might have picked up? Um, no, that's that's kind of everything that I knew about Rebel Yell as well. And I thought you did a fantastic job, Perfect. man. I, I'm I'm you can't hear oh, you can't man. hear me, but I'm clapping over here. That was great. <laughs> Very impressive. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah. And I want to say, oh gosh, because I bought, I wasn't sure which one we we're going to do. So I got the standard and then I got the 100. And I want to say like for both bottles, I paid like 35 bucks. So I don't know. This is probably like it's kind of steep bucks for the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. About, how, how much is, how much is it where you, I'm looking at about 20 years? bucks around here. 20, maybe, okay, maybe so. 22 to 25, but I would say $20 is a fair MSRP. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's got to be less because I paid like thirty five for two bottles. No, oh, it was a oh, so yeah, I, right around that. So it's it's uh, it's like twenty sub twenty. So it's a cheap cheaper bottle. So anyway, there's a cork pop. Let's go ahead and get into this sucker. Yeah. So um, I've I've had Rebel Yell before, so I've I've um I've already dove into this. So I have tasting notes mm-hmm. that I've I've had from before. Um, okay. But uh, just starting off on the nose, I actually really, really like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very pleasant, very light, very inviting, very not much to it, very sweet. Um, lots of corn I'm getting, caramel, um, vanilla, standard bur- I Honestly, this is on the nose. And I wrote this down in my in my notes from prior as well, from a few months ago. It's like the most bourbony bourbon nose I've had I've smelled in a very, <laughs> very long time. See, that's gotta be the tagline for somebody. Like, drink our bourbon. It's the bourbony bourbon. Like, someone's <laughs> gotta take that, right? I am hey, Rebel Yell. Rebel Yell listens to Chill Filter. They're, they're listening. Yeah, they, everyone does. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It kind of reminds me of like uh, like the Smurfs. Are you too, you know the Smurfs, right? I mean, You're not too young to know the Smurfs. I, I know them. But hey, okay. Rob, let's put it this well, way. I don't remember uh, VHS tapes. I'm just going to leave it at that. You're just, okay. Like you were you were straight like six years old putting the DVD in. Yes. Yes. You know DVDs, right? No DVDs. Like the Smurfs, uh, the Smurfs, like every adjective verb was like, it's Smurfy. Let's, it's Smurf-tastic. Let's go Smurf. So like, it's bourbony. It's bourbonous. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Although I'm old enough, and this is funny because you're just talking about that. Like, I remember when DVDs came out, and I'm like, or like we're getting widespread. And uh, I remember like watching a VHS and then be like, it's also on DVD, a digital video disc. And like, they had to like actually explain to people what the word DVD was. That's how old I am. So, <laughs> anyway, no, I'm with you. Um, this to me, I, the nose, I, I have to agree, it's really light, super pleasant. Um, I'm not getting a lot of caramel or anything like that, but I do get this like really grapey um, smell to it. Almost like it's a, gosh, like a white wine almost. Interesting. But a little muted. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, and I've been doing, I've been doing the spin on it for quite a while here and not changing too much. But it is definitely nice. It's like a, a nice level of sweetness on the nose for sure. So yeah, if, I'm going to go here for a sip. Yeah, grapes. That's, that's actually good because now I'm getting that. But I do get a little bit of that, okay. uh, like a caramel vanilla sweetness as well. So, oh man. So I want to say I've had early in my whiskey journey, I bought a bottle of Rebel Yell because it was cheap, um, and I did not like it. Now I'm actually I'm kind of digging this. It's really uh, it's light on the palate for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot. I mean, it feels. Maybe like it could be a little bit hotter than 40%, um, but not a ton. Uh, it's right kind of in a nice spot there. This is a good summer whiskey, I think. I'm still getting a little bit of grapey sweetness to it on the palate, um, but there's definitely a little more apple-y kind of like, like an, an, a grape apple juice kind of a thing going on. Oh, for me. interesting. So what are you getting on the palate? I wonder if, does Juicy Juice make a grape apple juice? They might. They should. Everything gets mixed, right? They should. I mean, that sounds fantastic. Um, if and they should throw they should throw a little bit of this in one for adults. <laughs> so. That'll put the that'll put all the kids to sleep. A little bit of Rebel Yell on the. So we're that's that's the thing right now. We're like bourbony burn, 
And Juicy Juice. It goes there you go. <laughs> juicy Juice. The, the bourbon bourbon. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, on the palate yeah. for me, you know, I'm, again, this is, this is just a very, very stereotypical bourbon to me. I'm, when you mentioned that, that grapey kind of white wine type of taste, I, I get that now. And I think it's because you told me to t- taste it. So I'm, I'm getting it. But, um, this is very, um, corn forward to me. I think that's the sweetness I'm getting. Corn, uh, I still do get a little bit of that vanilla, not as much of a caramel on the taste, but, um, corn forward, um, very thin, very light. Uh, I, I don't think this is hot at all. I think it's, uh, sitting, if I were to take a blind sip of this, I'd say, all right, that, that's for sure, um, 80 proof. That's, it's not a lick higher. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, the first time I had this, I thought it tasted like a, um, a, uh, one of those wipes that you, that you, uh, that you wipe on your arm before you get a shot. Oh yeah. Just like a (laughs) A medicinal, yeah, medicinal wipe. I I thought it, I thought it tasted like that. Mm -hmm. I thought it tasted disgusting. Now, fast forward a few months later, go ahead. No, you got it. You're talking. Um, fast forward a few months later, and maybe it's because I'm, I'm just, it's summertime now and I'm, you know, it's hot outside, but I'm actually really, not really enjoying it, but I'm, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. Let's put it that way. I, I did not think that I was going to enjoy this, this, uh, this dram as much as I am right now. Well, I think that's one of the things too, like, you, you know. I do it all the time. Like, I think Cole's got an amazing palate and he'll be like, I get this, I get that. And I'm like, oh, wait, now I do too. And I think there's a lot to the power suggestion, which is like one of the fun things about drinking whiskey with people is like, they'll come up with those stuff and you start getting it. Mm. Um, on neat, on the back end of the palate, I definitely can, t- I can start tasting the corn more, but I, I really don't get the corn until a lot later. Interesting. So for me, like, it's just this grapiness that's kind of over, like, in front. But I would agree, like, this is super light. Like, it's really light and easy to, Easy to sip on for sure. Definitely a, so uh, I dropped a an appropriate beginner's bourbon, I would say. I'd say this is actually I would think, one of the perfect beginner's bourbons. I would say, I, you know, I would agree to it. So we did Evan Williams Bottle and Bond last week. And, I, mm-hmm. you know, it, I think it's, you know, as priced, they're very similar, right? Like they're both that same price range. This, if you're good, I mean, and so you don't mind mixing it, right? And I think that's an easy way to get into to whiskey is like, okay, you start with your you know, your whiskey and Coke, and eventually it's more whiskey, less Coke. And then you kind of get to the point where you can tolerate a little bit more. But I think if you go in neat with this, it's light enough and not super overpowering with this, like, with so much that you're right. That's a great entry whiskey, yeah. I'd say. All right. I dropped water and I just burped. So it's like, it smells kind of like a chicken salad. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's disgusting. It is. Yes. No. That's um, all right. It happens so, to me all the time. I would say, I'm not going to put it in my official notes. Um, <laughs> so it definitely, I think with water, I'm getting you know a little more vapor. I can see where you're going with the medicinal thing. Like I, I could easily land on medicinal with this. Um, you know, just with the with the, the way the vapors are coming off on this water. Yeah. Not too much a change on the nose with the water. Just have a little more vapory. What about you? I'm actually now that I'm I dumped a little bit of water, and I don't have. I know on today. Well. Uh, on last episode, you guys are saying that you guys bought limestone water um, to put into your to put into your whiskey for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just using straight up supermarket bottled water, so I don't know if that's if that's gonna dilute <laughs> my palate. Um, but uh, you know, after giving this uh, a few swirly poos here, I'm really and it's funny. I'm actually really really getting that that fl- that fruity floral like. Like that grape note, I'm getting that m- much uh-huh. more pronounced with the water. Okay, with the water added. Thanks. Yeah. So if you go on Amazon, you can get Kentucky limestone water, and we just did it because we're like, okay, like this way we know we're both drinking the same thing essentially. But it's like I want to say like twenty bucks for like a liter, and you know, like if you like, I only really drink whiskey with water on the podcast so like this sucker is gonna last me until i like i i will hand this down to my grandchildren <laughs> like here's my kentucky limestone water bottle i purchased back in 2019 so yeah but it's you know it's worth it you know you get the i would assume it's you know that way you're standardized so very true very true this is this um, this with the water in this i feel like i could i feel like this is a uh, whiskey like 
It's whiskey flavored water. Okay, yeah. I can see that. I was going to say, like, this is something you could just put in your uh, water bottle and t- put, put it in your bike and just go for a bike ride and this is what you drink, you know. It is definitely light for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's, this um, is, this is a, you know, a, a, a 80 proof bourbon, as, as you said. So, it's already light to begin with. So, I mean, again, this really just plays to the fact that it's a really, really solid entry level bourbon. Um, mm-hmm. now you and I, we're not, we're not entry level. We've, we've been around the block a few times as, <laughs> as those would say, same thing with Cole. We're, we're all, we're not entry level. Um, mm-hmm. so for me drinking this with water in it, it is definitely, um, it's dangerously light. Let's put it that way. I, I feel like I could chug a full <laughs> Glen Cairn of this, like to the brim, so, chug it. Wh- yeah. One of my things, uh, so like, you know, gosh, before we had small children we'd go to the movies and we'd go to the uh like there's an eight uh, 21 and over like bar area and one of my favorite things in the summer is uh i usually do like a, a scotch and soda and this would be great with like some soda like some club soda put it in your uh you know your pint glass maybe like a, even put a little lemon in or something like that and like this would go or even like in like just like an uns- like i don't like sweet tea it could go in your tea i would put it in my unsweetened tea and it would be a nice, refreshing drink for sure. You couldn't even taste it. I don't think you. I, I honestly don't think you'd be able to taste it. Um, the the more um I'm giving this a, a, a few swirly poos and, and taking a sip of this, it's it's becoming almost like less and less distinct that there's bourbon in my glass. Mm-hmm. Like if I close my eyes, I'd be like, all right, maybe this is just a really, really like uh bad um energy drink or something like that. <laughs> But again, it's I don't mean bad as in like, I don't mean bad as in as a knock on the whiskey. I mean bad as in like obviously an, an energy drink when it tastes like this. But this tastes it doesn't it doesn't really taste like whiskey to me with with the, with the water added. I don't know if you're it's getting the same thing. Different. Um, I get you know to me it tastes enough like whiskey that I I mean it's still like even just with the water I'm like it gets to that refreshing level for sure. Like it's it's light. Like it's if you're you know, if you're a hazmat kind of guy and you like your cast drinks, like this is going to be like drinking water to you almost like, but I think th- what it has going for it, even as neat, um, it's just, it's refreshing almost, you know, like no, <laughs> it's that, that I, level of like, of lacking the burn and, and as Cole hates to say smooth, but Cole says smooth. So it's like, it's just got that smoothness to it where it's like, it, it it's light yeah, for sure. No, I, this, listen, this, this whiskey, I've got the perfect analogy now. It just came to me. Okay. This whiskey, with even without, even neat, but mostly with uh, some water added. This whiskey is is Irish skin in the summertime. It's light. <laughs> it's light. Like it's it's more than light. Like you put this you put this whiskey out, you know, outside on a summer okay, so day. It's it's getting sunburned. That's the thing. So that's where your analogy break down breaks down because uh, there's not a lot of burn to it. No, <laughs> right? every analogy breaks down at some point. And this is Irish skin in the summertime, except for there's not a lot of burn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I see. I see exactly what you're saying. So I drop some ice. And now, do you is swirly poo your thing? Is that what you you use that phrase often, or is it did it just come out? Um, swirly poo. I kind of say. Yeah, it kind of is. Then now that I think about it, like I okay. say, swirly poo. All right. I say, um, if I'm if I'm trying to get a little snacky poo, you know what I'm saying? Um, gotcha. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So yeah. that's so. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> well, I like it. So yeah. So like we, you know, um, we use Matt Porter's uh, spin J, the old Matt job. But I think swirly poo is going to work its way in there. A little swirly poo, a little, so, a little, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like both of them. I like yours a little bit better, but. <laughs> um. So with ice though, this is like it's I got a little little spice to it. I think you can uh like or I don't even know if it's like spice necessarily, but it's like the oh, there's a little bit of oakiness there that it's got a little something to it. So with ice I'm kind of digging it. Like it's not bad. I'm going to go for another sip here. Well, with ice this is again very good. Um I I enjoy it and I don't want to sound like I'm hating on it, but it just 
it's super refreshing and especially with the fact that like it's it's hot outside right now it's hot in my apartment this tastes really good in a rocks glass with ice but it just like it is even more diluted with the ice than just a little drop of water so this even to me it's every single note that we've been that we've been discussing dialed down even even more than with the with the water in it i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying that again for someone who is just getting into bourbon this would be great this would be like rebel yell on the rocks would be great as an as an entry level um an entry buzz as as you say on on the podcast (laughs) but um yeah i'm getting everything uh tuned down I, i I can see the I can see a little bit of like a like a like a spiciness like a peppery spice which is which is strange to okay. me because perfect it's mm-hmm. it's there's no rye in this mash bill, um, yeah. and I am it's not really an oat, like a barrel spice that I'm getting it is more of like a white pepper spice to it but um, again I think you nailed it right there yeah. everything everything muted down that's just tenfold I mean it's just like a Again, it's just light Irish skin in the summertime. Light. I like that. So I like you. You nailed it. Peppery. And I, that's not a note that I. I don't know if I've ever called that or thought of that. But that's exactly what it is. It's got a little bit of a, like a peppery spice to it at the end on the ice, which is super pleasant. I like it. No, I. So here's the thing. Like I said, I had this before, early in my like whiskey learning to appreciate whiskey. Not a fan. Um, it was like with coke all the time and then it was a never again kind of thing now perfect you nailed it again it's like entry level whiskey um super light easy to drink like you give this somebody and they may never had whiskey before but they like you know a strong cocktail kind of a thing and they're gonna like it this is i'm I'm pleasantly surprised like this might be a new one of my new go-to's wow that's you know everyday drinker yeah i'm super surprised that's 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 uh that's high praise. I mean, listen, I, I when we were discussing what whiskey to do, I I uh I chose yet Rebel Yell because I thought it would be fun to maybe have a whiskey on 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 the podcast that we both kind of didn't like because I didn't think you would like it. Uh-huh. But now it's funny because I'm thinking the same thing that you're thinking. I'm very pleasantly surprised with this, and um, I think. I had an idea of what I was going to rate it before, but okay. I'm thinking my rating is definitely now for sure going to change. Um, I poured, a, I, I still have a little bit left in my neat pour, and I want to know if you get this or not. I, I nailed down what I, th- again, what I think the sweetness that I'm getting is. I, it, I was really bothering me because mm-hmm. it wasn't just corn. There's something else there. Okay. I am getting on the neat pour, um, like a tobacco spiciness, uh, sweetness to this. Oh, okay. Like that. That's that. I think to me is is exactly where I'm putting this. It's like a tobacco. It's like corn tobacco, like a corn cob pipe tobacco sweetness. I think is the perfect way in my mind to sum up Rebel Yell. Okay. All right. Sorry, you caught me mid sip. I had to go back now. I can see the tobacco, yeah, for sure. Very, it's it's good, man. Although I, I will say with ice though, like it is like my mouth is still like straight pepper, like really, like it's like when you, uh, yeah, with ice I'm getting so much pepper. Um, it's kind of like when you like maybe have like make a steak and you get the, like the like the cheaper kind of peppercorn grinder on it, and then one piece of peppercorn's just way larger than every piece, and you just chomp right on that one peppercorn. It's like. So peppery in my mouth right now. So so peppery in my mouth oh, right now. That's another. We're coming so out with we're coming out with t-shirts galore right now. So peppery mm-hmm. in my mouth right now. We're making that. It's this bourbony bourbon. This bourbony so bourbon. In my mouth. So pe- <laughs> that's fantastic. I like it. All right, man. So you have yeah. So you had a. Okay, so what I want to ask you. So typically, it's just go straight to the rating. But I want to ask you what your rating previous to this was and because you said it adjusted and then give me the rating you have now so what was your previous rating so my previous rating um and just uh on on my podcast i do the same rating as you guys do so i go into decimals i don't go as as in depth as cole does because he goes into like double decimals (laughs) which i think 
Yep. You, you know, I, I think that is like well past my my uh same. That's yep. like I, I can't think that much into it. So all praise to him for mm-hmm. doing that. Um it was definitely gonna be in the sixes before, which would be probably okay. the lowest rank I've given a whiskey. Um but now I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking of this two ways. I'm thinking of it as a whiskey that beginners would enjoy, but on this, but and and in that aspect is very good. But in, but on the other side, I'm not a, a quote unquote beginner, so for me personally, it's not up my alley. However, it's very good in what it's. I think it's what it's trying to do. So um, before I'd rate it a six based on what my preferences are. Now I'm gonna give it like a solid seven point uh seven point one. I'm gonna get it. Okay. I'm gonna give it. I think it's it's it it surprised the hell out of me. It's um okay. it's very very light, very inviting. It's just like uh it's it's kind of like going to grandma's house. Like it's just just like nice smells and you feel comfortable. You feel like you're in a safe place. Rebel yell. I feel like I'm in a safe place and you know, it's just like, uh, you know, you, you feel, you feel like you can kind of just kick back and relax and have a little bit of rebel yell. And even though the name isn't necessarily inviting rebel yell, but, uh, (laughs) yes, I think 7.1 is, is where I'm going to, is where I'm going to stick with this. Perfect. Yeah. So, Couple things with this, like I said, like this this might be my go to kind of give to somebody who's just getting into stuff. Um, you know, you don't really want to waste something that's like super expensive unless you know, like, oh my gosh, like I they like this note or they, they really like that. Um, you might go into something else. Um, would this be, you know, in a lineup of, you know, bourbons? Is this gonna be my like if I go to a restaurant and they have Rebel Yell? Probably not gonna be the 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 bottle I'm gonna pick. However, for the price and as easy as you can sip it, don't mind mixing it. Like this is a this is a decent daily drinker kind of thing where it's just like, hey, you know, I just need a little little refreshment, a little something. Go for this. I think and I'm surprised too, because if I you were to say, give me a rating before this show, I'd be like, oh, it's like a five. Um, now that I've kind of gotten into whiskey, I, it's coming up, man. I think price wise, like you can't beat the price of the bottle. Um, so I'm going to give it a 7.5, um, definitely stuff I'd take over it if given a choice, but you know what, if you handed this, I'm not going to be upset. So solid. Yeah. Like when you're like, yeah, something that may not be that great, but let's just do it. That's where it kind of where my mind was. I'm like, yeah, you know, we're going to drink something. We'll talk. We'll have fun with that. Uh, maybe not have the best whiskey ever, but that's where I'm at. So seven, five for me. And you said 7.1, 7.1. This kind of reminds me, it's like a for those who are are listening, this is kind of like, in my opinion, a worse mellow corn. I think is a good way to put it. <laughs> and that's their last tagline: <laughs> the worst mellow corn. <laughs> and that's that's listen, mellow corn Perfect. is a, is a great, it's like a fantastic whiskey to me. That's no knocking, not knocking Rebel Yell. Like I said, Rebel Yell should should be should be picking up some of these merch ideas from us, but. Um, <laughs> You know, it's that's kind of reminds me. It's it's a it's a higher corn mash bill, or it's obviously it's a higher corn mash bill, but it's got the higher wheat content in there. You know, um, I think it's considered like a weeded bourbon. I think because it's I think wheat is the second highest. Uh, yeah, wheat is the second. Highest, so that yep. I'm pretty sure that means what does it? I want to say it's like twenty eight. Yeah, defiantly smooth weeded bourbon. It says it right on the on the bottle. So it's it, I mean it's Perfect. it's 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 sweet. And um, I, I just think that it's very similar to Mellow Corn, just not as good because um, I'm definitely a Mellow Corn fan. But that's that's neither here nor there. That's yeah. that's for another time. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm with you, man. So, all right, cool. Um, so what we'll do? We'll go ahead and we will go to a break. And when we come back, it's going to be what whiskey would you choose? Because we don't have a whiskey world news. So we'll go and send it a break, and we'll come back with what whiskey would you choose. <laughs> All right, and we're back. Uh, typically, again, if you're this is your first time listening, the show doesn't always run like this. Uh, we would right now be talking about whiskey world news, but right now we're going to skip that uh, just because uh, neither of us came up with an article 
And it came out of the crunch time. We're like, you know, by the time the episode comes out, it's not as topical anyway, because we are recording this a little earlier than we typically would. So we're going to go straight into our next segment, which is what whiskey would you choose? And uh, Connor here says he's got a good one. I only, you know, I haven't even prepped for it. He hasn't mentioned to me. So Connor, go ahead and take it away. What is your scenario this week for what whiskey would you choose? Right. I purposely didn't mention this to you because I I didn't want you to have a head start and thinking and thinking of an answer (laughs) because I really want to beat you on this in my answer. Um, Okay. So uh, I am, I'm a big movie guy. All right. So I, I really enjoy cinema. Big, uh, you know, um, I, I like you know, everything about movies I enjoy, not just like the big blockbuster things, but even the smaller independent projects. I just like, I appreciate, you know, everything that goes into producing a film. So I was very intrigued when I read this article a few weeks ago on Whiskey Advocate. And uh, mm-hmm. the title of the article is James Bond and Whiskey, A Long Running Affair. Essentially, the article mm-hmm. just goes into the history of whiskey within the James Bond franchise. And it details, although the, the what's synonymous with James Bond is a is a is a um, martini uh, shaken, not stirred. It's actually whiskey is more prominent within the James Bond universe than than one would think. Okay. So it goes into it's a very interesting article. I'll actually send it to you after. Um, Perfect. Yeah. And um, it's it's a nice read, and it got me thinking. And I've been thinking about this for a bit now, not really on the forefront of my mind, but kind of just like chilling in the back, just, you know, just hanging Mm -hmm. in the back of my mind. And what whiskey would you choose? It's, it is, is going to be this week on Chill Filtered. If James Bond were a whiskey, what whiskey would James Bond be? Oh, man. So it's, it's kind of out of left field. Um, listen, James Bond, that's going to be more towards your time, man. Like that's back yeah. in like the sixties and seventies. <laughs> whoa, 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 not that far back for me. Uh, I'm just, I'm just kidding. But you know, um, oh, everybody, everybody knows the aura that comes with James Bond with the, with the suits and the cars and the women and the fashion and the masculinity and this, the, you know, just, just driving off bridges and, 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 uh, you know, just being a man, a man's man, kind of. Um, yeah. So I have a whiskey in mind that I think is synonymous with James Bond, and I can tell it, or you can you can kind of give your thoughts, why, think out why loud. Don't you, you why don't you go ahead first? I gotta think here for a second. Why don't you go ahead and go first? All right. So what I get, and I think that this is a, uh, I think this is an answer that's gonna win. I don't, I don't, I, but who knows? Okay. So. I I had a few different thoughts when I was thinking of this question, you know, when I knew that this was going to be the question that was going to be on what whiskey would you choose? And I was thinking long and hard, and one whiskey stood out in my head over every other whiskey. And I had bourbons, I had rye, I had scotches, I had Japanese whiskeys. I had the whole kit and caboodle I was thinking about. The one whiskey that stood out in my mind and it's more of a brand. I didn't come down with a, sp- a specific whiskey, um, but I will right now. Is Macallan 18 year? Okay. And I'm choosing Macallan 18 year because Macallan itself is known as the champagne of Scotch. It's just synonymous with being a high end Scotch. Whether you agree or disagree, it is synonymous with. Almost like a gifting scotch. You give someone a bottle of Macallan, they know that it's a high quality uh, scotch, but also, you, you know, it's it's popular and it's kind of fancy in a way. The bottle is very is very flashy. Um, I'm going with Macallan 18 because it is more expensive, and I think James Bond would. <clears throat> I think it's obvious that he's more a more expensive man. Um, Macallan 12 and sh- 12 sherry cask are just kind of. You know, I don't think they're up to James Bond's level, although I do thoroughly enjoy each of those drams, two of my favorite scotches. Um, Macallan 18, I think, is perfect in in the fact that it's it's very stylish, it's very flashy, it's very expensive, at least in my budget. And um, I think it's a I think it's a whiskey that James Bond 
would uh would would happily sip on. Perfect. Okay, I, I see. I see exactly where you went there, and that's I did go there at first. I was I was leaning more towards McCallum. Um, just because it is, it's got the you know, it's a good. I think you know. I think I've even seen it in stuff where it's like that's kind of like it's got a good recognition where you're like when you're ordering a scotch, and I went with scotch because you know the whole like British UK kind of a thing with James Bond. Okay. Um, but I went away from McCallum. And I went a similar but very different direction because uh, when I think of James Bond, I think of the era, and immediately I kind of go to like that era, and I think what would his thing be if it was whiskey? And I am gonna go with Johnny Walker Blue, okay? Because Johnny Walker Blue, it's it's the top end of Johnny Walker. That's a good one. (laughs) Uh, So it does it does cost a little bit more. It's definitely not as much, you know. It's it's definitely cheaper than the McCallums. Uh, but Johnny Walker Blue is the more expensive Johnny Walker, but Johnny Walker kind of had the market as far as scotches go during that era. So if James Bond were a whiskey, what whiskey would I choose James Bond to be? It would be the Johnny Walker Blue. So I think that's good. That's good. We got kind of like a spectrum there, kind of, you know, we're in the same ballpark, but definitely different answers. Uh, so we'll put that up. Uh, can't wait. I, I'm excited to kind of see that because I like that. It's a good take on a what whiskey would you choose of what, what's James Bond? What If James Bond was a whiskey, what J- whiskey would he be? So, yeah, I think it definitely like has it. to be a scotch. I think, I think. Uh, I mean, there are definitely bourbons that uh, are synonymous, I think, with, with, with James Bond. But I think I just, I've... I immediately gravitated towards scotch because I think scotch is just kind of, is just kind of like, you know, you think of scotch and you think of like sitting with a pipe in a suit by a fire, just being all fancy and like a bunch of leather bound books in the background, apartment smells of rich mahogany, you know, that type of thing. (laughs) Little Anchorman quote right there. I think, (laughs) I gotcha. I think, uh, but it also like, it's also like Sean Connery, you know, like Sean Connery's Scottish. He's the Highlander. Um, Very true. And, you know, I just, you know, it's, and it's, uh, you're the man now, dog. That's my only, like, like my go-to Sean Connery quote. I was, from, I was uh, named partly after Sean Connery. That's where Connor comes from a little bit, from what I'm nice. told. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't born yet when they came up with my name, but, uh, from what I'm told, uh, <laughs> Sean Connery and the Highlander is, is, is very, um, influential on the name Connor, which is my name. Was his name like Connor McLeod or something? like I think that? so. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty sure. And I think Sean Connery, and then his name being Connor. I thought I think in the Highlander. I'm going to be honest. I've never seen the mm-hmm. Highlander. I know I just said I'm a movie buff. But I've never seen the Highlander. Uh, I'm probably going to watch it it's now. A, it is. It is. It's good if you understand that it's supposed to be good. I think mm-hmm. uh, the special effects have definitely aged so <laughs> if, if you were just to show it to somebody and they had no idea the significance of it they'd be like Ugh. but yeah right. if you like movies you, you, i think you'll appreciate it it's it's pretty fun real quick real quick so, this is gonna be this is totally okay. off topic of whiskey but this is where we're going you know this is just uh, uh oh no holds barred right now favorite movie of all time <laughs> robbie's favorite movie of all time you got to pick one dude I, you know you, you don't have a choice you got to pick one <sighs> off the bat off the top of the head what are you going with? Oh man, I am. See, I am horrible at one. I'm horrible at one because there's oh so many different things. But I will say, uh, if I had to pick one right now, uh, it would probably. Oh gosh, I just forgot the name of it. Oh, what's the movie with? Uh, Favorite movie Andy and Samberg. forgot the name of it. <laughs> oh gosh, it's Andy Samberg, and he's trying to save his dad's life so he can, or his stepdad's life so he can. Uh, Beat him up, and he's a stunt man. Oh my god! Oh, is that the one with Adam Sandler? No, no, Andy Samberg. Yeah, Adam Sandler's on there too. No, he's not in it. Gosh, what is it called? And it's the cool, 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 cool beans. Oh man! Just, um, and he's he plays the stunt man. Oh gosh, Hot Rod. Boom! Oh there it is. wow! So Hot Rod. That's like. Have you ever seen Hot Rod? I have a, a very long time ago, but yes, I have seen Hot Rod. Uh, do you, do yourself a favor, watch it again. Like so, like Amara's at an age where we're like, "Hey, you're getting older. We can start watching stuff, you know, that has some language and stuff in it." We started watching with her. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I forgot how funny this movie was. It is amazing." So that would be my number one right now. But I'm horrible at number ones because there's so many other things I love. What about you? What's your number one movie all time? Number one movie all time is pretty easy to me. Um, uh, I actually did a. I recently did a podcast with this. I'm with my brother. Um, 
uh, a few weeks ago. We did a, a top 10 movies podcast. My number one movie of all time right now kind of changes every so often. But right now, if I had to pick one, Django Unchained, directed by Quentin Tarantino, starring Jamie Foxx, Leonardo DiCaprio, okay. um, Samuel Jackson, um, mm-hmm. Christoph Waltz. Um, who else is in it? I, I know I'm forgetting one other person. Uh, Kerry Washington's in it. It's a slobber knocker of a film. You, you have you have you ever seen a? Uh, you know I, Quentin Tarantino, I, I correct? Seen. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So it's just a, um, it's like a I've, like a run of the mill classic, um, uh, Quentin Tarantino movie, and it's just. I can't even break it down right now. It's it it take me too long, but it's fantastic. It's all right. I'm happy about it. Yeah. So it's funny because I the other day I was thinking about Quentin Tarantino. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have not watched the Kill Bills in forever, and I remember loving the Kill Bills. So I got to go, like, kind of got myself ready to go like Quentin Tarantino and watch stuff again. So solid movies right there too. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, man. I think we're good. That's fun, man. Thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we'll have to do this again. That was a lot of fun. We'll have to come over on, on, on to Who Gives a Dram as well, man. So I know we've been trying to line that up and just isn't always working out, but we got to come over sometime. This is a good time for sure. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. So, I, I you know, I really, I hope in the future we can reciprocate and be on your show with you. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love to have you guys on. Um, again, this is kind of what the whiskey community is all about. It's, it's, uh, it's it's making good friends, meet, meeting good people, and just you know um, spreading the love of whiskey, and just and just you know being able to communicate with those that share your passion, but are also you know just good, solid, down to earth people at the same time. So yeah, you guys have an open invitation on the show whenever. Uh, we'll definitely set it up. Perfect. Um, yeah, but let's let's make it happen. That'd be fun. Perfect, man. Well, let's go ahead and close on here. And you know what? Thanks for coming on. I hope you get a chance to find another whiskey that you th- you, you thought you didn't like, but turns out you do. And, you know, I this, – this is a little bit of pressure because I know I got to do a, an I hope. I want to <laughs> do a few I hopes. I hope that uh, your listeners enjoy this episode because, you know, filling in – Shoes for Cole is, is a is a fairly big task, being the whiskey connoisseur that that man is. I hope Cole is is um is is uh is ha- is happy and healthy along with his along with his um uh, along with uh, with the mother there. I, I hope they're doing well, and um I hope that we both become pleasantly surprised with another dram very soon. You know what? I will give a dram. Because when you say who gives a dram, it's me. But most of all, (laughs) listeners, I hope our love of spirits lifted yours. Mm